0: Hey, friends and freaks. We're taking a trip down memory lane with one of America's first female serial killers. Dare to, Dare to join us? us. <laughs> 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 my neck
1: hurt so bad <laughs> trying to do the little like, <laughs> arm waggle <laughs> thing. <laughs>
0: Oh, man.
1: It's just been that kind of week. I feel like I said, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the sad part. I feel like I say that a lot. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Who says that? The Meeseeks. Mr. Meeseeks. Oh, man. I don't know, Rick. Like, they do that shit all the time. Yeah. No, no. That's Morty. I don't know.
0: I don't watch TV. I started watching this new show. It's not a new show. It's a new show to me. It's on mm-hmm. Hulu. It's called Harlots. Um The only reason I started watching it is because Jared told me to. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go Jared. You should have seen the look on my face when Jared was yeah. like, Hey babe, I really <laughs> need you to watch Harlots. Yeah. Have you oh he was like, like, There's a show on Hulu. It's called Harlots. I'm like, Yeah, I've I've like seen it before, and he's like, like, you should watch it. And I'm like, have you been watching it? Like, And I think Felicia was here. And we were both like, we looked at each other and we were like, why is he watching a show called Harlots? It's like... What's it about? Because
1: like, to me, I um, feel like it's just prostitutes.
0: Let's and, see. What is it
1: about? Is it? Is that what it is?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's set in, um, like, in England in... Like, whenever.
1: Like, Victorian era?
0: It was, like, like 1700s, because it's, like, the colonies. Okay. Like, America isn't America yet. Yeah. Um. I sound like a fucking idiot. Um. Hey, check out this really
1: cool show. Like, America's not America. Like, there's some, there's no, but, some prostitutes.
0: Yeah, it, it's, like, the, like, main storyline is it's, like, it follows, um... This, so, they called bods, like the women in charge of like the prostitutes. Like yeah, and like the house. Okay. Like they own. They're the like house. house
1: mothers, kind of. Yes, but they're, but they're British, so they called them something stupid. Is that what?
0: Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I've never been in a prostitute house. I don't I don't freak with crap. I think they're called like maiden houses or something. They say it once in like one of like the first episode or something, but I don't I feel like they just they're trying or maybe to be soft. It's, or maybe they're called body houses. I don't know. I can see that because like Because baw- yeah. But I don't know where like bod comes from. I don't know where harlots come I don't know where any of these wo- words come from, but like harlot's like the one that like who doesn't know what a harlot is? But there's (laughs) there's like a feud between two of the houses. Like the one house is led by this woman named Margaret Wells, and she's trying to like move up, quote move up in the world. Yeah, is what they say. But she's just become trying to become like more, not necessarily classy, but more respected. Yeah, and because back then, like there like. They were disrespected, but also respected. It's very. They were like a nest.
1: They were viewed as like a necessary evil. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, hey, we all want to go
0: here. Yeah. But we're not supposed to be here at the same time. Yeah. And like her. So, like, her first house is in like kind of like a shittier part of like the city. Yeah. And the house she's feuding with is in. It's like top tier. Body house prostitutes, they don't say prostitutes at all. No, it's harlots. It is. I yeah. don't think that. Yeah, like, prostitute is most definitely an American word. It, it feels American. Yeah, Ugh. look at it. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> look, hear it. <laughs> Ugh. disgusting. Um, but yeah, so it, like focuses on like that feud, and then there's also, um, the bod. Who's trying to move up Margaret Wells. Her daughter. So she has two daughters. And the one's older. Is she and, prostituting them? Yes, Are these the- spoilers for the show? No, you know right away that they're harlots. Okay. okay, That's um, fucked. Right? Don't you think? Mm. Mm. But she... I guess... I don't know. I guess see Well, so... You're like a harlot. And you can... Um, you can have a keeper. Which is just a dude... It's It's a sugar daddy. Yes. Yep. I knew exactly where you were going. It's a sugar daddy. So, like, that's, like, her goal is for them, like... She wants them to get sugar daddies. Yes. They can be, like, the highfalutin, hoity Yes. ...mistresses. Yes. And her older daughter has one, and her younger daughter is... You don't know, like, their ages, but I'm assuming she's, like, 16, 17. Yeah. I
1: mean, the time. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. She's, like... Quote, coming out as, like, she isn't, like, so she's technically not a harlot in. In the beginning. Like, the first few episodes. But then she reaches that, like, womanhood. Because. That. that, Yeah, and, like, her mother is, like, bit. (laughs) Her mother's pretty much selling her virginity to the highest that's what they
1: always do. Have you ever seen memoirs of a geisha?
0: Oh, my God, geisha, however you say that word, I don't know. You I love it, that movie. I've never seen... I Actually, that's a lot. I saw parts of it, but when I was, like, super young... Everybody I've shown that and movie And I didn't to, actually, like, pay attention to it that much.
1: Everybody I've shown that movie to thinks that it's very boring, but, like... And I see why it could be boring, but I adore that movie. I have loved that movie since I was a little kid, but that's exactly what they did. They, like...
0: That's... Apparently, that's
1: the thing that you do. Yeah. But, then. like... I never mind. I won't go into that because that's totally a spoiler. If you ever want to watch that movie, watch it. It's a great movie. Like,
0: mm, Chef's Kiss.
1: Fantastic.
0: Have you read the book? Because I think that was one of the books yeah. that we could choose from to read, like our summer reading into senior year. What? Yeah.
1: I was not given that option, and I am shocked that that would have been an option. It's about prostitutes and the war.
0: We've read some weird ass shit in high school.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't so like blatantly weird. It was like those like hidden. Like, hey, we're actually talking about like cannibalism and like society's downfalls, but it is veiled in the guise of like little kids lost on an island. Like,
0: yo, that book is. Lord of the Flies, in case you don't know. Yes, that book is fucked. Very good, though. But, like, you You know know what I mean? It Um, has that, like, veil of, I guess maybe they were like, well, they're seniors now. They can handle it. Yeah. Some of them will end up being these things. (laughs) They expose themselves to this shit. Yeah. Right? (laughs) No, I have not read the book, though. It does. Um, But, yeah, so... And this... Her youngest daughter is, like, very... Timid and, like... Oh, not yeah. It's not gonna be a good prostitute yeah, so, is what I'm hearing. So it's like, it's like each season, so there's three seasons so far, and each season is eight episodes long. And I'm on like episode six, like towards the end. And Jared and I are talking about it, and I'm like, does Lucy, her name's Lucy, by the way, I'm like, our boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does Lucy get any better? Because she's starting to get really fucking annoying. Like, I don't watch a show called Harlots to get something, like, fucking Lucy. Fucking timid little mouse. And he's he's like, she does get better. And he's right. First episode of season two, she's completely different. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is what I've been waiting for. Now I don't hate you. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, What a lovely segue, though. I know. I I I was like, Harlots, how did we get on The Substitute? The substitute. (laughs) (laughs) How did we get on the subject? Prostitutes. How? You guessed it. We're talking about Eileen Warrenos. Yes. Also, very quickly, I am Tessa. I'm Taylor. And this is Alt Cult Nation Podcast. We're back at it again. (laughs) I like the finger
1: wave. (laughs) I'm a very expressive hand talker.
0: So am I. The Italian blood in us. you have Italian blood? I do, actually. Not a lot of it, but a little bit. Heidi, do you have Italian blood? Because you talk with your hands a lot also. So, yeah. Surprise. We didn't plan this going into it, but we're actually going to cover Eileen Wuornos in two parts because... Yeah, she's got a lot. There's There's a lot more... Than I thought. Like, was, obviously, like, who... ha I mean, I'm sure a lot of people haven't heard of Eileen Wuornos. I assume people know a lot more about th- this kind of stuff than they actually do. Well, yeah, I'm... She's referenced in a lot of, like, pop... Whoa. Why did I Pulp? say it like
1: that? Pop <laughs> culture stuff as well. Like, so she is a very identifiable one. Mm-hmm. There are your normal people out there who don't know <laughs> shit about dick when it comes to serial killers and whatnot. So... Perhaps they don't know, but I feel like if you listen to this, you you probably know who she
0: is. Yes, so I didn't know that there was as much as there is. This episode, part one, is going to mostly be about her background, childhood, upbringing, and we'll probably talk about her first murder, just because it's kind of separate from the other ones. What is he? Or what are you laughing at? He is a cat. This is what he does. Do you remember the nipples
1: video that Heidi (laughs) said?
0: Jesus.
1: Scratching his belly and I just felt one. I was like, whoa, what is that? Um, Oh, wait, it's his
0: nipple. Our recurring guest star, Dory, is here with us tonight. (laughs) He's going to claw the shit out of me. I'm good now. (laughs) So, yeah, in this In part one, we're going to mainly cover her background and childhood, upbringing, and... Yeah, if we can get to Like, a little little bit of her adulthood. And then, most likely, her first murder. Just because it, at least in my research, I found that was a little bit more, like, isolated and... It just felt a little different. Yeah, and, like, it... I don't know how to... Describe, but it was like not more important than the other ones, but it's me. What it it was like crucial to everything, it opened the path for the rest of the stuff, yes. And it also like set her path to like in her her trial, it is like a very big deal when it comes to her trial, yeah. So, without further ado. Let's get into it. I wish I had like a really good radio voice where it's like, kind of monotone, but not like the bad monotone. It's the
1: monotone where they like they have the rises and the falls to their voice. Yeah. But it all stays a steady timber. Yeah. I wish I had a voice like that because then I could have just been like. See, when I hear radio voice, I think old timey radio voice of like. Yeah. Like rare, <laughs> even- you- she like that kind
0: of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like the really enthusiastic uh baseball commentator. Yes. Like
1: a league of their own, like those yes. guys. Yeah. Exactly. Where they speak through like a weird like megaphone thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wonks their voice out.
0: Oh man. Mm-hmm. But Oh, it's just, Dorian loves... He's like a dog. <laughs> yeah, Dorian loves to get his belly It's so rubbed. weird. Yeah, it's his favorite thing. I'm enjoying it. He's <laughs> just throwing me off. Whoa, whoa, are you done now? You hit a spot that he did not like. Was I too aggressive about it? Did I hit a nipple? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Eileen Warnos was born Eileen Carol Lee Pittman on February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. Which I have a weird fascination about people born on Leap Day. I hate love it. I fucking adore it. I hate it. 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 stresses me
1: out. No, I think it's the coolest thing in the world. It leaves me with so many questions, and they're questions that don't make me
0: feel anxious. Or I'm just like, how do you celebrate your birthday? No, those see, those make know, me feel anxious. I love it. I absolutely love it. Those make me feel anxious. Like I don't care about my birthday that much. But like if I had a child who was born on Leap Day, I would f- I would hate it. It'd be, you would only have to have a birthday party every four years. Okay. Except I'm celebrating my child's birthday every year. Nah. The, they would definitely feel unloved.
1: That's why the cookie crumbles.
0: Yeah, okay. Sometimes. I guess that's what happened to Eileen. That's why Eileen Warrenhouse Warren- was unloved. Her
1: parents <laughs> said, fuck you. Your birthday is <laughs> not for another four years, bitch.
0: Speaking of her parents. Her mother, Diane... Wuornos was only 16 when she gave birth to Eileen. And she had eloped with her boyfriend, Leo Pittman, who was 18 or 19 at this time. Yeah, they were were young. Yeah. Um, She had an older brother, Keith, who was only a year older than her. And Eileen actually never met her biological father because he was in prison for kidnapping and raping a seven-year-old girl. Yes. And he and was he also had schizophrenia. Yes. They verified that while he was in prison. Yes. People with schizophrenia do not get to meet their children. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, <laughs> that was a joke. You
1: said it so serious. The <laughs> delivery was so <laughs> off point. I was saying, it was just
0: you really? <laughs> Why? <No. laughs> I was like it's explaining why she didn't meet him, and then you were like, "Yes, he had schizophrenia." I just <laughs> find it interesting. <laughs> yes. I, it was important to me. Yes, no. Her 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 biological father had schizophrenia, which does it might play into her, yeah, like personality, I guess, and it just being like predisposed to that. Because I'm sure yes. that's something her
1: mother probably talked to her about, like. It, what are you going to do when your kid asks you questions about, well, where's your dad? Oh, he's in prison. Oh, why her is he in prison? Her mother didn't raise her. Who, oh, her grandparents did. <laughs> yeah. I'm stupid. Ignore me. Um, I'm
0: fucking throwing myself off here. Yeah. And her her biological father, Leo, actually uh, committed suicide while he was in prison. So she never got the chance to meet him, even when she found out. But it was a bad thing. That, yeah. Not. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, So when Eileen and Keith were still very young, I couldn't, the sources that I read were very conflicting. Some said four, I'm thinking like four to six years old. Mm -hmm. Um, Diane.
1: A said piece. Yeah.
0: Couldn't take being a mother anymore um, and took Eileen and Keith to her parents so their grandparents, Lowry and Britta Wornos, in Troy, Michigan, which is right outside Detroit. And they eventually legally adopted the children and raised them as if they were their own. And that was like Eileen grew up until I think it was 11. She found out, but she grew up thinking that they were her biological parents that her mother was actually her sister. Yeah. Yeah, this family's (laughs) fucking weird. Yeah, it... There's some weird shit. That's actually... So, one of my main sources for this is this book.
1: (laughs) Female Serial Killers. How and Why Women Become
0: Monsters by Peter Vronsky. Good job. Thanks. And he actually... There's, like, a lot of... Okay, there's not a lot. There's a few correlations between... Eileen Wuornos, and Ted Bundy, which I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I like that. So,
1: Lowry was... Which I hate his name because it looks like Lowry, <laughs> and I kept confusing who was the
0: grandma and who was the grandpa. Yeah, see, I listened to a podcast about it also before, like, reading anything. So, like, I know how to pronounce the names. <laughs> yeah, no, that one was killing me. Every time I read something, I was like, wait, 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 who is this? is this? Is this the boy or the girl? I don't know. Yes. So, Lowry is the grandfather slash father. He was an alcoholic, and he was quite abusive. Um, Britta was also an alcoholic, but she concealed it better she is, is what the
1: thing with her she reminds me of like like kitty from,
0: from that that 70 70 show. show.
1: yeah like constantly just like drinking but being like happy and jovial about it instead of it seeming like a problem it was just like oh yeah she's just like the fun mom yeah and then all
0: of a sudden except like, i don't think she was really the fun mom no she, i
1: completely <laughs> agree but that's anytime like she concealed it what does that mean? That's what it made me think of immediately. Yeah. She was like closet drunk, basically.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, and whether Lowry was abusive or not was apparently a subject of debate. Because um this is the 50s, 60s, like discipline was much different than yeah, you were allowed to beat the shit yeah, out of back your kid then than with it is the bell is now. Yeah, you but The thing that I believe cements it as abuse is that um, Eileen and Keith were treated much harsher and, like, disciplined much harsher than um, Lowry and Britta's other, like, their two children. Yeah. um, Barry and Lori. So that's why I think, that's why I'm like, yeah, they're kind of shitty and abused these kids because they didn't. They treated them very differently, even though they they were blood, but it wasn't their direct children. Yeah. Family really think grandparents, they're supposed to be like a right more loving and like affectionate. Like yeah, you go but... to grandma's house to have cookies and cuddles. I didn't have that, but <laughs> I mean I didn't really cuddle with my grand with my grandma's, but Or I did and I didn't really eat cookies. No, we ate fucking potato pancakes. Mm. Yeah. But miss them. Yes. I went to my mom's house for much better food than cookies. (laughs) Um, And so when she was super young, she was a very happy child and like outgoing. She had a nice personality. But then around eight, that uh, Eileen's temper like kicked in. And she would, like, the smallest thing could set her off yeah. into a huge rampage. And this um, isolated her from her peers, which I believe just made it even worse. Well, yeah. And Lori, her, it's confusing. The book described her as her stepsister, but Lori is essentially her aunt but was raised but she grew up as her sister. Yeah. Um Lori like tried to help Eileen and like quote train her on like how to act around people and like make friends kind of. Yeah, which like if that doesn't scream like
1: <laughs> psychopathic <laughs> tendencies that you have to be trained how to be normal around humans.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> like, what? Um
1: Just Lori weird.
0: Explain that Eileen's niceness like seemed like she was able to act nice but it seemed very forced Yeah, as and, it was yeah and like Lori would take Eileen with her when she would be hanging out with her friends until one day her friends were like yeah we don't want her to hang out with us anymore and Lori was like okay <laughs> and told Eileen not to hang out with them anymore I don't
1: <laughs> for what's to come. I mean, I feel like there were plenty of warning signs of like, hey, she's fucking nuts. Let's mm-hmm. not hang
0: out with her. Yes. Um. So Eileen, I guess this was her way of trying to fit in. Um. She began exchanging sexual favors for cigarettes, beer, or spare change with the neighborhood boys when she was only 11 years old.
1: Yeah.
0: oh baby. Yes. There, So there was um, like hangout spots in like ravine, like in a ravine. I don't Again, this is think.
1: the 50s, like 60s era. Nobody gave a shit what their kids yeah, were doing like kids, as long as they were out of the house.
0: Yeah, it would, like kids would like go to this hangout. The podcast I listened to, I think called it Like there was a nickname for it, but I did not write it down and I don't remember it. But it was this ravine that like all the kids would like hang out at. Like they would go to school, leave school, and go there and just fuck. It was the spot. Yeah, smoke cigarettes, drink beer, and uh, have sex with an eleven-year-old. Apparently, (laughs) for said. Yeah. Um. And this actually got her the, the the nickname "Cigarette Pig." Ew. Yeah. Ew. Which I don't like, and it makes me feel bad for her. It doesn't make me feel bad for her, but, like, it was just so weird, it's a weird
1: nickname. I don't know. I don't. It's like That reminds me of my dad's yeah, like I don't favorite know term for, like, a slut is a dirty leg. What? <laughs> that, oh, yeah, that's what my dad says. He does not say slut. He does not like that word. He does not say whore. does not like those words. He feels that dirty leg can apply to anyone, any gender. So that's what he sticks to. And, like, everything growing up was like, hmm, don't be a dirty leg. Oh, you can't kiss boys. Don't be a dirty leg. My fucking legs are clean, man. I don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, that reminds me. It's like like a, a similar insult, I would say. A cigarette pig.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um... And Eileen, there were times that she would try to form, like, relationships with these boys. And they just weren't having it. And they, like, very harshly rejected her. Ugh. That's rough. Yeah. That one's hard. I don't I'm too sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Not for, like, the murderer, but <laughs> for the child. The child it's, it, it's becomes sad. the murderer. Well, yeah. Oh, but, like... I don't know. I feel like in like situations like these like a good there's a very, home
1: probably could Yes, there see was a
0: very this. good chance that if her mother like was a good mom and didn't abandon her and raised her like in a good home Her she, dad wasn't a, a child molester a rapist I mean, I feel like she still would have had a chance even with that. Like, yeah, that would have sucked. And it would have been something that she had to carry around with her. Unless her mom never told her about. Like, unless she would have never been told about it. But there's people that have schizophrenia that are, like, that aren't murderers or bad people. Oh, yeah, no, totally (laughs) agree. But I feel like, yes, she was very predisposed.
1: Whoa. Predisposed? (laughs) Predisposed,
0: <laughs> predisposed to mental illness, and was very mentally ill. That was left untreated her whole life, and if it hadn't been, like if she was diagnosed and treated, that the outcome would have been be- very different. Yes, and if instead. Of People being like, "Oh no, fuck you! You're weird and have a bad temper, and we don't like you." Like, I don't know. I f- I don't know. I just feel like, with a little bit of help, she could good- she could have had a good life. I mean, a lot of
1: help. I think a little bit of helps, like eh, maybe, maybe. I meant a
0: little bit of help from like her peers and like family. A lot of professional help. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of baggage there. Like
1: her her grandpa dad also with that abuse like was said to be sexually abusive. That's super up in the air too, though. Yeah, she like never she accused everyone of sexually abusing. Well, what I
0: read is that she didn't she never like outright said that he was sexually abusive. She did say that he was abusive. But there would be other times where she would, like, say things that hinted at him being sexually abusive. Yes.
1: Like, he would make her take off all of her clothes and stand naked before him. Yeah. Before her beatings.
0: Yeah. Like. And, like, there were other times, like, that his friends apparently had their way with her. And, like, he did nothing to stop it.
1: See, the way that I read that, and this might just be my sick and twisted mind... He was very damning to her. Like, I think he looked at both of those children, Keith and Eileen, as burdens. Oh, more mouths yes. to feed, more stressors. Yes, More definitely. things to take care of. And it was, I think that was part of her punishment. If those were true, because they are just allegations, we really don't know. If those were true... I think that falls into the same line of those humi- humiliating punishments and beatings that she supposedly had. Along with the fact that he would make her strip down. And it wasn't in private. Like None of that was in private. Like He did this in front of his wife. He did this in front of the family. Mm-hmm. He did this in front of his friends. To the point where she also says that they hurt her. In, yeah. in similar ways. So, it's just, like, there's a lot of psychological baggage here mm. of things that could have been avoided, I think, had she just not been in the situation she was in.
0: Yes. And also, somewhere around this time, it I couldn't find, like, an age range, but I'm assuming sometime around the when she was 11 to, like... Her early teen years. Um, she and Keith started a sexual relationship. Which again, that makes me feel
1: like her her dad grandpa was doing things with her as well as her friends. His friends. Because. No, like I have brothers. I have brothers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And like. I do too.
1: My life wasn't. The easiest, it wasn't anything, anything like this. But, like, there were rough things, traumas through my childhood. And not once was I ever like, oh, yeah, you have relations with your family
0: members. Like... Yeah. That
1: doesn't cross your mind, I feel, unless, like, something puts it there. That's not just an instinctive thing. This is not Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, the like other side of that that like i kind of thought of it was um she and keith were very close like it seems like he was the only one who like fully like accepted her and she never her isolated thing. herself yeah. from him so it was like he was her only comfort and,
1: and it could sex be a mix was the only yeah thing sex, she
0: seemed to know yeah so it was like she like he was her best friend and to her, if you cared about someone, you had sex with them. Yeah,
1: even if you didn't care about somebody, you had sex, sex with. with them. A, yes, she
0: if you wanted cigarette yeah. pig. And yes, like. if you wanted something in life, you had sex with them. Yes, that's what got it for you. Yeah, and because it, like, it's never assumed that that was an abusive relationship. I mean, it, obviously, it could be argued that it was because Keith is old. I mean he's not that He's a year older. Yeah, so, I I definitely wouldn't say Yeah, and it so within my research I thought like I came to the conclusion more so that was like the comfort route. that she was Yeah. Like he was the only one who actually cared for for her. She he was the only one that she could like that was always there for her, that she could always count on. Mm
1: it was just one more way that they comforted each other because I think that Keith
0: was kind of fucked well I
1: mean obviously Keith was fucked up too yes I just don't think it was it ended up being quite to
0: the extent that Eileen went yes he he went more I mean they both got into drugs and alcohol well she didn't really get into drugs she mostly just drank but Keith at a very early age got very into drugs and alcohol and that's pretty much all he did. So, mm. at some point, he was just, like, fucked up all the time. So, when Eileen was 14, she became pregnant. Magically.
1: How does that happen?
0: <laughs> and was taken to the Florence Crittenton Home for Unwed Mothers in Detroit. And... Apparently there were two stories of how this pregnancy came about. One was that it was one of Lowry's friends raped her, yeah, and got her pregnant. And then apparently an Elvis impersonator kidnapped and raped her.
1: This is what I mean. Like she's <laughs> fucking nuts because these are her stories coming up.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if it was ever speculated that maybe it was Keith's baby.
1: Yeah, because in my mind the whole time, as soon as I read that she was pregnant, uh, I was like, yeah, this is their little like hobgoblin. Yeah, baby. like I don't
0: know if it was ever speculated by like other people, but it's definitely speculated by me. <laughs> that was Keith's baby. So she gave birth to a boy on March twenty fourth, nineteen seventy one, who she named Keith. Yeah. It's totally cute, Skid, or she at least wanted it to be so bad. Mm -hmm. And the baby was immediately put up for adoption. Um, Apparently, that was Lowry's idea. Eileen, like, pleaded, or she couldn't even, she never got to meet the baby. She never got to hold him or, like, even really, like, get a good, like, look at him. This is the only part
1: that actually, like, makes me feel something about this. Just, like, as a mom,
0: that's painful. Yeah, she... Lowry, I guess, told like the nurses and doctors, like that baby comes out and you take it away, yeah, instantly, give it to somebody else. And Eileen like pleaded and begged and like cried to be able to just like meet the baby, and she never got to.
1: Which I mean, like I get, I get the I, idea behind it. Like if I it, let's say for example, like I was a young mom. Yes. When I had my oldest. I, if I was going to put him up for adoption, I don't think I would have been able to handle meeting,
0: meeting him, him, and him and then, and then getting, letting him go. Yeah.
1: That would, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Because, oh, man. I still remember, like, seeing his little face. Like, I was all drugged the fuck up. Like, I didn't know where I was. I just came off of anesthesia and, like, a buttload of other drugs. And I'm just looking at him and I'm, like, silently dry crying because the epidural, you cannot cry. Like, you have no tears.
0: Your I tear did. ducts,
1: Bro. All the shit they gave me, I was sitting there sobbing with a dry face. And the one nurse came up. I remember her telling me, oh, yeah, the medicine will do that to you. You're not going to be able to cry for a couple of days. You won't be able to sweat either.
0: Was it the same doctor who practically cut you in half?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it was all the same people. So a bunch of. do documents. we really trust them? I mean, I was dry crying, so I had nothing else to go off of. It's fucking weird. I remembered thinking, like, where are my tears? But I was like, maybe I'm just fucked up. And I yeah, do no.
0: I had an epidural both times, and I cried both
1: times with real tears. Yeah, no, I bawled. So that
0: was some other sort of drug that you had.
1: Well, I mean, I had the anesthesia. <laughs> yeah. I had
0: the morphine.
1: I had all the shit. <laughs> they had to give me, like, everything. It was yeah. fucking rough. It's probably the morphine. Maybe. Maybe that's what she said.
0: I don't know. This is a long time ago. So, yeah. Eileen returned to school after giving birth, but she didn't last very long. She pretty much dropped out a few months later. Shocking. Uh, Yeah. And she would often run away from... I almost said school. She would often run away from home and got in trouble with the law. I mean, nothing, like, huge. Like, I don't even think... It listed.
1: Yeah, like this what way, she it was, did. It was just
0: very, very minor things. Like little like, petty crimes. Yeah. Um, and after a little bit of that, Lowry told her just not to return home. Yeah. And this is when she really started getting into drugs and alcohol. Um, she further prostituted herself with the boys her age, and I think like older men too.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. This is like the real, real downfall of
0: her. Yeah, and she, um, she would sleep in abandoned cars or the woods near her house. And around this same time, Keith also left home because yeah, and I but he. You,
1: I want you to also think about this. She was sleeping in the woods and in an abandoned cars. Abandoned cars don't run. They don't have heat. They don't have air conditioning. But This is in Michigan. Yeah. It's so motherfucking cold in Michigan. Yeah. Like, we're in PA. It sucks ass here. I got a foot of snow at my house yesterday. Yesterday. It's the end of fucking February. Fuck off. It's so cold in Michigan. Yes. It's cold in the summer there. Like, fuck that. Ech. Poor thing.
0: That I feel. I was feel just say, oh, now you feel bad. I feel for bad her. about that. And it was only a year later, when Eileen was fifteen, that Britta died from cirrhosis of the liver. And this is when it talked about like her concealing of her alcoholism, because yeah, apparently her get that
1: without fucking being an alcoholic. Uh,
0: apparently, her children were so shocked. That she was dying of liver failure because she was an alcoholic. Well, I think it's when you have
1: such a, it's, uh, well, there's a term for it. I forget what the term is. But when you have, like, the big evil that's loud and obnoxious and in your face. And then you have, like, this teeny tiny little evil. Yeah. You overlook that one where, like, oh, this is the good one. Mm-hmm. Like, good cop, bad cop. But, like, both cops suck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Lori had to, like, search. I mean, she didn't have to, but she chose to search the, like, abandoned cars to try to find Eileen to tell her the news that Britta died. And Eileen acted very inappropriately at the funeral and was actually kicked out of, like, the services. Because apparently she blew smoke into Britta's face, like, the corpse <laughs> that's not funny That's a little funny that's something i would laugh at that's fucking
1: hilarious just cuz it's uncomfortable honestly not to be a dick but like in like not in a negative way but <laughs> i don't want my dad to die ever but like <laughs> if your dad dies when would my dad that. dies that's going to be i'm going to tuck a pack of salem green labels in his pocket And blow some smoke in his face and just be like, "Take it with you to the afterlife, sir." Like, I hope they have (laughs) your brand of cigarette up there. (laughs) Otherwise, you're gonna fucking hate it. (laughs) Um, No, I mean that could have been a really nice gesture from her. She could just be like, "Oh yeah, hey, Grandma, Mom, (laughs) how much you loved your cigarettes? Here you go, little puff for you." Maybe. It's like pouring out the, the champagne, like, for the homies. You know what I mean? <laughs> you see that shit? It's fucking dumb, like, rap videos
0: or whatever. Oh, my God. To me, that's the same idea. Okay, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So, Eileen began hitchhiking around Michigan, and she eventually started moving towards Ohio and Pennsylvania, and then eventually traveled south to Florida, uh, she, along the way, she would frequently steal from her clients because also while hitchhiking, she was also, of course, prostituting herself yeah, I mean, because what else is she going Clients do? is
1: a really, really nice term for that.
0: Yes. And she also stole from people who, like, she befriended for short periods of time. Very short because. She would steal from them and then they would not like her. Or she would like. Her temper would get the best of her, and she would flip shit. Yeah. And they'd be like, Ooh, okay, you can leave now. Yeah. Um, so, while hitchhiking, she was picked up by a man named Louis Gratzfell, which I don't know why I didn't write down his age, but he is, like, in his 60s. He was 69, I believe. Mm-hmm. 69. <laughs> and they got married. Yeah, that one threw me off. When she was 19. But the marriage only lasted a month. And he actually ended up getting a restraining order from her.
1: Yeah, because because she she beat (laughs) him with his own cane. Which, that's funny to me. That's fucking hilarious, but at the same time, like, dude, this is an old-ass man. You were just like, ha, fuck you, you can't walk now because I got your cane? Let me hit you with it. What the fuck? Shocking that it only lasted a month.
0: Apparently, he attacked
1: her first. Of course he did. With this feeble old body.
0: He <laughs> needed a cane, bro. Like, what? So, at some point, Keith was able to get himself clean, and he joined the army in 1974, only to be diagnosed with cancer a month later. Esophageal. Right. Esophageal. Is that a word? Yeah. Or is that another one I made up? No, that's a real word. Okay. That Esophageal was the kind of cancer. cancer. Yeah. Um, In 1976, Lowry committed suicide. And neither Keith nor Eileen attended the funeral. Because they were like, fuck you. You suck. You kicked us out of your house. <laughs> and after abusing us for years. And four months after... Lowry's suicide, Keith died from the cancer after it had spread to his brain, lungs, and bones, which sounds like a very rough death. Yep. That's how my dad's dad died.
1: That's awful.
0: So, for the next 10 years, she kind of just, like, drifted around being a prostitute and- Stealing from people when Keith died,
1: his life insurance policy from the army he put into her name. She got 10
0: grand when he died. Okay, and she like probably blew it on alcohol in like a month. Uh she bought a new
1: car within a week of buying oh, the yay. new car, she wrecked Reked it. Yes, drunk as fuck. I remember that. Yes, this woman had so many DUIs. And, like, I just don't understand how she got so many DUIs, even for the time period, and was not, like, jailed for any significant amount of time.
0: Yeah, this—so, in the 70s and 80s, this is when she um, started getting, like, more major, like, charges against her, including assault and battery, armed robbery— do you know what she made out with on her
1: first armed robbery she was arrested for? No. $35 and two packs of cigarettes. <laughs> That's all she got out of it. Well. She fucking robbed somebody at gunpoint It's was like, hey, give me your stuff. And they like, here's some change.
0: Yeah. She's like, fine, throw in a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> um, So yeah, armed robbery, theft. Prohibited possession of a firearm. Drunk and disorderly. And DUIs. Um, She also used, like, several aliases. Like, I don't... I guess she thought that she would get away with it. (laughs) If she used a fake name. Um, Which she actually... She probably did get away with plenty of stuff. uh, Yeah, she actually does kind of do that later in life. And she gets away with it for until she doesn't get a away a while. Yeah. yeah. Um my favorite alias
1: of hers was green. Just green. Green. <laughs> green. Maybe
0: she liked the color green. Yeah, I I was into it. I read that one and I was like, hmm, yeah, I would pick that one too. <laughs> so in 1981, she settled down in Daytona, Florida with Jay Watts, who was a 52-year-old auto worker. Um, They lived happily together for about two months. Eileen wouldn't really do much other than, like, sit around his apartment and drink beer and smoke cigarettes while he went and, like, lived his life. But she would, like, start shit all the time because, like, that was...
1: That's what she did.
0: Yeah, that's... Her, like, she... Is like the epitome of, oh, well, I'm gonna start a fight with you. So you fight for me. Yeah. And
1: prove your love to me. If you'll sit here and fight with me and then still not leave me at the end of it, you're proving your love to
0: me. Yes. And she takes it to a whole other level because after they get into like a huge fight, she goes to a pawn shop, buys a gun, goes to Kmart to buy ammo. And then, dressed in only a bikini, she waltzes into a convenience store and robs them at gunpoint, and is found like down the like walking along the road down from this convenience store, and is arrested and sentenced to three years in prison. And for the first year of that sentence, Jay visits her frequently and like supports her. He got her a lawyer.
1: Yeah, it gets fucking wild, yeah, he, man. It, it, like, she's a mean bitch. Yeah. She's not nice. And, like, not that it matters to everybody and uh, beauty in the eye of the beholder. But, like, she's not, she's not a very pretty woman.
0: Like, when she's younger. Yeah, well, yeah, I think maybe at this time with Jay, she was, like, still, like, pretty. She hadn't, like, destroyed... Like, herself, I don't, like yeah, I don't think, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think it caught up to her she's quite eyebrows. yet. I think it's after she, her first prison sentence is when she really goes down. When like, she starts to decline. Yes. yeah, Because, like, it gets rough. Yeah. She, and, like, all the pictures of her, she's, like, in her 30s, 40s, like, she was executed, spoiler, she gets executed at 46 years old. Yeah, she wasn't old at all. In the pictures, like, all, like, the famous pictures of her are from, like, her trial mm-hmm. when she's sentenced. She was executed in 2002. Yes. October something, 2002. Yeah. We'll get more into that in this second episode. But, like, the all the famous pictures of her are from her trial where she's in, like, her 30s, early 40s, maybe, she looks like she's in like her fifties or sixties. Like she looks. Yeah. She looks. Honestly, like,
1: that's why, like, I wonder oh. if she didn't do like meth and stuff like that. Because like, apparently
0: she didn't really get into hard drugs.
1: Her teeth look like she did. The fact that like I she, mean, she, she barely sunken in.
0: She barely ever had a home. She probably didn't brush her teeth at all. That's and true. smoked probably like three packs of cigarettes a day. That's very true. That's a very good point. And all she drank was beer. You're right. Imagine what she ate. (laughs) I don't know why. Like Alaska came in when you
1: said that, I was like probably dog shit. Like what else? (laughs) Else you can fuck me when you're homeless. I don't know. Yeah, foraging
0: for leaves.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) scavenging for berries. (sighs) Um, So yeah, after Jay stopped supporting her in prison, um, she started collecting pen pals. She, like, put out, like, a personal ad.
1: Yeah. Which was very common for prisoners back in the day. They still do that. I was gonna say, I feel like it's still common. Literally, Tiger King. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Tiger King asked for pen pals. Like, blew my fucking mind. It was at the end of Tiger King. It's like, yeah, and if you'd like to write to me, here's the thing. Like, they had an interview with him. Like, tell everyone, write to this. I'll give them all the information. Like, I'll let these people know. I'm bored.
0: <laughs> I'm bored, write is to me. This so fucking funny.
1: You have no idea. You haven't watched that. You no, I haven't watch. watched I need that. you to watch it. I need I... you to watch it. I have nobody to talk <laughs> to about it anymore. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: Carol Baskins was on Dancing that with bitch. the Stars. I know. Fuck her. <laughs> okay, so... Before, like, the episode aired, there was a rumor that it was like, oh, her Dancing with the Stars debut will be uh, to the Eye of the Tiger. (laughs) So that... That would have been the only acceptable thing. So that was, so that aired when we were, when my mom and I were out in California. Yeah. So we're all, like, sitting in Nate, my brother Nate, and sister-in-law Preet's living room, mm-hmm. and we were talking about like before because they like they all know like they've watched Tiger King, like they know. Yeah, and, like I'm pretty sure I'm like the only one on planet Earth who hasn't watched Tiger King at this point. No, you're not because I have no
1: one to fucking talk about it with.
0: Talk to Jared about it.
1: Has he watched it? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I need this information. So we're talking about this, and Jake <laughs> and Jake was like. I swear to God, if she dances to "Eye of the Tiger," I am punching the TV.
1: No, if she dances to <laughs> anything but that, punch the TV. That's
0: perfect. No, Jake, I think takes a a, a standpoint of like that, like it pokes fun at like all the shit, like so, like she uh, m- possibly murdered her husband, possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I don't. <laughs> okay, that bitch Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband, whacked him. But so she, like, they're coming out on the dance floor, and it's the Eye of the Tiger, and Jake, oh, my, my older brothers, Nate and Jake, by the way, they're very, like, fitness-y people. <laughs> like they're, very, they're very athletic is what yeah. she's trying to tell they're, you. Well, they, they were personal trainers. Yes. And they have, like, these um, foam rollers. Oh. But, I mean, like, normal people use them, too. I fucking hate those. I associate them with fitnessy people because the only reason I know who, what they are is because of my brothers. Yeah. So he had one of those. And so I have the tiger starts playing, and Jake literally stands up. Just walks outside into Nathan Preet's backyard, like slams the sliding glass door behind him, takes it and whips it across oh the yard. That's amazing. And just, st- and like you look out, we look out, and he was just standing there, like with his hands on his hips, like looking up, like, what the fuck? He was just trying to gather himself. Yeah. That's like if he believes in God, he was like, what the fuck, God? What are you doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> and then he eventually came back inside, and we just all were like, Dying. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're going on so many tangents this episode. Yeah, we'll cut some of them out. Yeah, we're, we're doing good on time. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So when Eileen was after Eileen was released from prison in August of 1983, she hitched a ride to DC to move in with one of her pen pals. Ed. Ed. He was a 47-year-old engineer. And I don't know about you, but even if I had a pen... Like, if I was in the mindset that I was like, Oh, yeah, I'll be a pen pal with a prisoner. If they showed up at my house, I'd be like, Uh, no thank you. Yeah, like, this was fun, but... We were pen pals for a reason. (laughs) Pen pals. I like the distance. Yes. But she lived with him... For three months, she used his car frequently to drive down to Florida to visit Jay. She would start fights with both of them. She, When she moved in with Ed, she flat out was like, I'm gay. So this can only be platonic. Yeah. <laughs> but then apparently she tried to initiate sex with him at least one time. But like, then... Was like it was like a weird like oh let's have sex and then like it started and then she's like no I'm gay I don't like the P and the V <laughs> so um, Ed was finally able to get her out of his house when she got so drunk one day that she um, collapsed and she had and he had to take her to the hospital nice. Yeah, classy. Yes. So after that, she went back to Florida. And this is when she met Tyra Ty Moore at a gay bar in Daytona, Florida, in June of 1986. And at this point, Eileen went by Lee, which was one of her middle names. Uh, Ty was six years younger than Lee, and I guess, I don't know. I guess that was the appeal. Like, she was older and seemed more confident in herself. I don't know. Ty, like, she said that she was, like, attracted to, like, her, her loudness. Her loudness. And, like, boisterous personality. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah. Um or float your boat. <laughs> so, Ty and Lee, they led a nomadic lifestyle. Go figure. That's been, like, Eileen's whole life. And they mostly lived in cheap motel rooms and small backroom apartments. Um Ty worked as a maid at motels, and she was kind of, like, their main source of income. Because Eileen... Just sucked. Sat yeah. at home and drank all day, and would occasionally go quote hitchhiking. But that was her. I don't understand. I mean, I guess that was the way to do it back then. I don't know. I'm not a prostitute. Do what- I don't know. Oh no! Like, it's to find a lot, lizard. Okay. The they way still that I- have them no, the way that I read it, it wasn't that it wasn't at truck stops. It was on the side of the road. And-
1: the way that I read it and the way that, like, I've seen documentaries on her about it is like it was at or near truck stops, and they do
0: pose as hitchhikers. Like, I've been approached well, yeah. by, yeah, I know what lot lizards are, but yeah. she, like, this book and like the podcasts that I listen to, like, they don't portray her as one of those. Like, it, like, she's, I guess, at some, like, sometimes in this book, it's like. She travels from exit to exit, so that would make sense because we yeah, have a lot like, of times truck they stops. not like
1: necessarily stay at the truck stops because like, they are watched. There's surveillance, and I'm sure even then, they probably were maybe yeah. even. Well, more I'm just so. saying that
0: it's not. It's never said that she's at a truck stop, and it's like only one of her victims is a truck driver. So, so yeah. So occasionally she would go out hitchhiking. Um, Also, this book called it hooking. Yeah. Hooking is a different thing to me. I don't like it. I was like, hooking. Ugh. And that's how she earned cash. And sometimes she did, like, sometimes she would make, like, two, three hundred bucks in a day. But, like, that's, but then, like, she would, like, it seemed like that's, like, she would make that and then be like, well, I'm done for the next five months. Yeah. (sighs) And... This obviously caused some stress, I'm sure. They had a very tumultuous relationship. Well, yeah, the whole fucking
1: thing is toxic as
0: fuck. Yeah, and Lee was very jealous and possessive of Ty because, just like her whole life, Lee is very isolated and doesn't socialize at all. And Ty works... And is like a semi normal yeah, most
1: normal human. And yeah,
0: and like has friends or at least co workers that she would like talk to and hang out with and like Lee would she was not into it. She was like, Yeah, no, you gotta stop that. Yeah. It's me or no no. It's it's
1: me or them. Yes. I almost said me or no one. Yeah, I know.
0: I mean that's also not wrong.
1: It's me and
0: no one. Oh, she could have killed her. That's good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My brain is so fucking slow. I've had two cups of coffee today. That's it. That is
0: way low on my quota. So along with the possessiveness, it was like their relationship dynamic kind of was supposed to be that like Lee was the husband and Ty was the wife. Yeah, as in Lee hus- was top, Ty as in, was bottom. As in, do what I say. Lee took care, was supposed to like support Ty and like make the money and like keep a roof over the head. Whatever, fucking whatever. Husbands were supposed to do back then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and that wasn't how it was. No, at this time. Eileen was sitting at home getting drunk all day, which I mean some husbands do. yeah while Ty was working all day and supporting them. So Ty one day was like, hey like I need you to like get the re- like get rent money for this month like we need it like we don't have enough. yeah So flash forward
1: a little bit. November 30th, 1989, Lee gets picked up by 51 year old Richard Mallory. Um, they do their thing. She comes home with a borrowed
0: Cadillac. Quote, heavily quote
1: on borrowed. Borrowed Cadillac. She's got the money for the rent that they were short on. It, It just wasn't a good time for them. And this was the only way she could come up with a solution. And Lee told Ty at this point, I killed a guy today. And left it at that. It went through the details of it, and that's that's what we know from the test of testification. Testification. My God, the testimony <laughs> is submitted by time. Yes, but
0: claiming her first victim here. Yes, and that's a little taste of what's to come. We'll get into and. In- Part two of Eileen Warnos. I wish she had, like, a better name? What? No. Like, I stopped because I was like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't say this. Because, (laughs) like, I wish she had a cool, like, serial killer nickname. Ah, yeah. The truck stop train. Make it
1: a thing. Wasn't really at truck stops, guys, but you get the gist. She was a prostitute who liked to get picked up by people with cars.
0: The and hitchhiking
1: hoe. The <laughs> hitchhiking hoe. Damn it, I'm a genius. The hitchhiking hoe. There you go. We just made, okay. Eileen Warnhouse's serial killer name. <laughs> Did you just is say
0: Warnhouse's? Roy-
1: yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Eileen <laughs> Warnhouse, her serial killer name is the hitchhiking hoe. Officially, we need that on a T-shirt. Yes, (laughs) write it down, put Warn House in front of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, stay tuned for part two. Yes, check our socials. You will get the updates
1: there. Check our socials. Yeah, listen, I'm trying to be (laughs) hip.
0: To put that <laughs> emphasis Okay, you know what? I don't want to be hip because apparently skinny jeans and side, and side parts fuck <laughs> you guys.
1: They look fantastic. I'm wearing skinnies right now. My hair is in ponytails, so there's no part. Your side part looks beautiful. Thank you, I know. It will never not be in. Thank you. Fucking. Now let's go drink our wine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, what's the other thing? I forget. I
1: can not remember. Damn.
0: <laughs> drink our wine and... I think one is wearing yoga pants when you're not working out. Really? Fuck them.
1: I don't know. Fuck those hoity toity little bitches.
0: Yeah, I mean, what do you guys do? Eat Tide Pods. Yeah, very true. Whatever. But yeah, uh, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Alt Cult Nation. Find us on Facebook, Alt Cult Nation Podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter at AltCallit Nation. Um or you could email us at altcallit at, at gmail. gmail.com. And I mean that if you know a serial killer, okay, no.
1: I mean yes. <laughs> if you know we have a serial killer in real life, like we won't we won't say any names. <laughs> Just give us the deets.
0: No, like those <laughs> Haven't you ever read like those stories where they like encounter a serial killer or not even a serial killer, but like a murderer that's like a crazy thing. And then they find out and it's like, whoa, that's wild. You mean like how like people
1: were at like parties with like Ted Bundy and shit? Yeah.
0: Or something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's really common. I know, so
1: email us those stories. Yeah, if you have them, we would love to hear them. They are very
0: exciting and thrilling. Yes, so. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you for listening. Yes. That's what else we say. My brain literally doesn't work anymore. It's been, like I said, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's Tuesday. Like I've said before, between the two of us, we have five boy children
1: Ooh, it's rough man yeah we love them it's rough man
0: yeah yeah so yeah um bye bye <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>